0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of what is a podcast, the podcast that, you know, tries the podcast that wanted to start a little bit earlier, but got sidetracked because of dogs, um, because of people calling him on the phone, Um, the podcast that is now finally starting coming to you live from The Bay Area, California. Um, Yeah, so this is What is a Podcast? A podcast where I talk about whatever I feel like talking about. And then I review a podcast a little bit towards the end. It's a fun time over here. I hope you stay till the end. Um, But anyway, let's start off with the state of the podcast. I've been thinking about my titles. And I've been thinking about they're too long. My titles are too long. Like you start with like the number of the... The episode like episode one two three or four and then you get to like um what's in the episode and I feel like I was putting too much in the title I was putting like everything I talk about in the title and I think it's just a little too much uh, I know I was looking through other podcasts seeing um what works for other podcasts some of them have like very short titles some of them just have like one word as their title and I think what I'll do is I'll put the number um of the episode like episode like 14 or whatever. Um then I'll put one thing that I'm talking about and then the podcast that I'm reviewing at the end of the day. Um I think that'll make a solid title that's a little bit shorter hopefully. Um I think I'm going to use a colon instead of a dash because um yeah, these titles are getting a little bit too long a little bit out of hand and I also have to um or when i post them on youtube like sometimes i have to tweak the title just so i can get it in youtube's uh youtube's uh, limit they have a character limit for the title so you can't make that shit too long so i've been thinking about just changing up the title a little bit just so i can um make it easier make it easier for everyone the consumer the 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 owner which is me um it's my property my intellectual property i'm pretty sure so it makes it easier for me um, yeah, and I feel like that might fuck up um, people finding it just because like sometimes like if you search enough keywords, you'll find like different things that you are potentially in- interested in, if the algorithm has read your mind correctly. Um, but you know, it's just gonna have to be how it is, because the titles are too long, and we're not here for verbosity. Um, we're here for brevity. So we're going to be brief, as brief as I possibly can with um, the titles. Um, and I wanted to talk um, a little bit about food um, at the beginning of this podcast. Um, to start off, I do not believe in drive throughs I do not believe in going through drive-thrus. I don't think that drive throughs are efficient. And I feel like... In a way, it feels like I'm the only one who knows this or that who says this, but there has to be more people like me out there somewhere. I just haven't found them yet. But I really don't believe in drive-thrus. Like, I believe you park your car, you go inside. If you have to get it to go, you order that shit to go. If you can afford to eat it in the, the fast food establishment, you eat it in that fucking establishment. I think that's pretty easy. I understand that drive throughs are for like being quick and easy and on the go and you could just get it in your car and no big deal. But I just feel like it's a waste of gas. I feel like it's a waste of time. I feel like there's not that much difference between sitting in a drive-thru and going into the actual restaurant that you're going into. The only difference would be if there's nobody in line at all. But I don't think there's much of a difference. <sighs> Excuse me, I just yawned Um, I didn't mean to do that, but I did it But yeah, I don't believe in going through drive throughs I really don't Um, And here's an example I live in California There are In-N-Outs smattered across my beautiful state of California And they recently built a brand new In-N-Out in my city A brand new In-N-Out Which means that there's more people going to that In-N-Out Because people like In-N-Out And if you're one of those fucking weirdos that doesn't like In-N-Out, I'm not talking about you right now. Go somewhere else. Don't come at me with your bullshit, um, you know, In-N-Out isn't that great. Shut the fuck up. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm just talking about the establishment here. But anyway, so there's lots of people coming to that In-N-Out now because it's brand new and people want to go test out the brand new In-N-Out. That seems fair. they built built a habit a few years ago, like the Habit Burger. If you don't know what Habit is, it's another burger chain. And the same effect happened. But the drive-thru at this in and out is out the fucking window. It's so long. This drive-thru is so long. And the thing about it is, you would have so much more time if you just went in, got it to go, and went on your way. Why are you sitting in a drive-thru for 20 minutes... Wasting your gas, wasting your time just putt-putting along in a drive through when you can just go in. Like, I see the In-N-Out line. I park my car. I walk in. And this has happened at multiple different In-N-Outs. Because there's, like, an In-N-Out where I live in, like, every city. Like, there's one in Pinole. And then there's one in Vallejo. Then there's one in Fairfield. Then there's one in Napa. There's one in Vacaville. There's one in Davis. There's all of those... Um, in and outs, and I've been to multiple In and Outs, and every time it's the drive-through is long. I park my car, I go in. There's a minimal wait inside. Why are you wasting your time in the drive-through? You're not saving time if the drive-through is full of other people. But at the same time, keep going through the drive through so that I can just go in and out of In and Out very um quickly. But it just it makes no sense to me. I don't believe in In and Out. Or I do believe in in and out actually. Redact that. I don't believe in drive throughs I think that's unnecessary. It's stupid. I understand the point, but I don't think it's being applied properly by the greater public. Um, and if you listen to this, and maybe you take my advice, maybe you think I'm an idiot. But I'm telling you, stop going in the drive thru so goddamn much. Go inside for once in your life. Order from the actual cashier, not through a fucking box. It's a waste of your fucking time. Stop going through drive-throughs. But anyway, um a slight pivot here, a slight segue, but um I also want to talk about like McDonald's for a second. Um because I went to McDonald's the other day. Um as I often do, I was actually I was going to Target and then I wanted to stop by McDonald's because I heard they have these new donut sticks. And I was like, let me try some McDonald's donut sticks. I'm already here. I'm going to walk past some McDonald's to get to my car anyway. Let me try some donut sticks. And then I get to McDonald's. I stand in line. I did not go through the drive-thru. I stand in line for like two minutes. Then I order and I ask the cashier, like, can I try some new donut sticks? I would like to try these, please. And then he said, we only serve donut sticks until 1030 in the morning. And now I'm aware that like all-day breakfast is a recent phenomenon for McDonald's. But what the fuck? Since you have all-day breakfast now, why are you still limiting shit that is breakfast food to only breakfast time? Also, donuts are not necessarily breakfast food. Donuts are an anytime dessert. But why, if you already have all-day breakfast why are you limiting some things to only breakfast that doesn't make any fucking sense and i think that all restaurants that serve breakfast should serve breakfast all day because what if i want a pancake at 3 p.m what if i want a waffle at 3 p.m like you can make easy money off of my dumb ass because i want a waffle at 3 p.m why are you restricting that you can make so much more money Like, it was smart when McDonald's finally did the, um, all-day breakfast type shit. But really, they should have been done that. Like, they should have been on, like, the Denny's and IHOP wave. Make your breakfast all day, all the time. You'll make so much more money that way, I feel like. Because a dumbass is like me. That want breakfast in the middle of the day. But anyway, I didn't get my, um, donut sticks that day. Um, which was very disappointing. I ended up getting something else instead. But... I was just like, that cheesed me off. Like, I was like, why are you not serving this all day? This is your new promotion. You should sell this all day. Get as much money off of this new donut sick promotion as you can before you eventually um, discontinue it like the McRib. Why are you only serving it at 1030 in the morning? And, peop- and like the advertising did say like morning stuff. And it said like, have donut sticks with your coffee or whatever. But still, you can have coffee all day. You serve coffee 24 fucking hours a day. People drink coffee at every time of the day. Why would you limit your donut sticks to only morning, till 10.30 in the morning? McDonald's. You're slipping up. And I like McDonald's. I think a lot of what McDonald's has been doing has been very good. I like the food there. I frequent McDonald's. But why are you making your little shitty donut sticks? Why are you making them a limited time only only restricting them to the morning, not even the whole morning to 1030 in the morning. So if I get there at 11, if I work some irregular hours, I'm fucked. I'm not getting my donut sticks. Come on, serve breakfast all day. And that goes for any place that has any semblance of breakfast food. Serve that shit all day. I know some people are like only breakfast establishments. I think some places like close. at like 1pm. Maybe I'm not talking about you guys. But for those people that are open all day, those people who like have a plethora of food, a plethora of options, serve that shit all day. Come on now. Why are you limiting that? That's unnecessary. Just put it in all day. You'll make more money. I promise you. Um, But I ended up getting my donut sticks the next day. But I did not drive. I did not wake up early to drive just to try some of these fucking donut sticks. Um, so I ended up ordering them on a on Uber Eats. I ordered them on Uber Eats and then I got them. It's just funnel cake. It's not even a real donut. It tastes good, but it's just funnel cake. It's no big deal. Um, but it is what it is, I guess. I just have to deal with the fact that they will only be in the morning. I just think it's stupid and that's just how it is. Um, but yeah, I would also like, I I was, this was like an irritating week. I just got irritated by all the, all this shit. But going to another thing that irritated me at least a little bit, um, I was at the said Target before I got to McDonald's and when I was at the Target, I needed, um, laptop cleaner, like that pressurized air that you, um, spray on your laptop. Um, so, I went there, amongst other things. I got some pressurized air for my laptop, so I can, you know, pressurize away all the dirt and grime and dog hair that accumulates over, you know, the time that you have a laptop. So I got that can of shit, and I go to self-checkout. I have, like, six items. I go to self-checkout. And then the self-checkout, as soon as I scan my pressurized air, it stops. It freezes, and it says... A service member is going to check your ID. So, and I can't like continue my transaction. I have to wait until the service person checks my ID and then I can be on my merry way. And I have no problem with you checking my ID. I understand that people can abuse certain products or like, you know, poison people, shit like that. I understand why you're checking ID um, for products that can be potentially dangerous. I'm fine with that. My issue with this is that the target that I go to, and I don't know if this is every target, but it says, please do not take your alcohol to self-checkout. And I've seen this before. It says, do not bring alcohol to self-checkout. And I just assumed it was because, you know, you have to check ID at self-checkout if you bring your alcohol and they didn't have the capacity to check your ID at self-checkout. That's what I was assuming. That they just didn't have the capacity to check your ID. But since they clearly can check my ID, since they clearly can stop my machine and have someone check my ID before proceeding, why have a sign that says don't bring alcohol to self-checkout? You can clearly bring alcohol to self-checkout because you have the capability to check my ID. I got my ID checked when I bought my pressurized air. And it was no big deal. Why are you having, Why did you spend money creating a sign that says do not bring alcohol to self-checkout when you clearly can? It makes no sense at all. You can clearly bring alcohol to self-checkout, check your ID, it's fine. When you make it seem like you have no capability of checking ID at self-checkout, but you do. So what the fuck is a deal? Why do you have that sign there? I should be able to buy a a case of beer and scan that shit through self-checkout and have, you know, someone check my ID. I'm not trying to wait in line. Like, you go to Target sometimes and the lines be, like, long as shit and you gotta, like, wait in, like, that narrow-ass, like, line and you just have to wait and, like, at the self-checkout, the line isn't so narrow, you don't have to wait in line like that. You can just scan your shit and go. That's what I want to do. I like to... Scan my shit and go. But yeah, it's just I just thought that was stupid. Like you, you made you spent money for a sign that clearly isn't true. It's a fucking lie. I could bring alcohol to self check out if I wanted to. And it's not like I'd get arrested if I did, but it's like don't put that sign there. Don't do it. Why are you putting your sign there? That makes no fucking sense. Um but anyway. Um yeah, I also was um on Twitter, as I usually am, you should follow me on Twitter at Taco Tansel. T a c o t a n s e l. Um, I do tweet frequently. Um, but they're good tweets. They're not bad tweets. Trust me, I would never. I would never tweet a bad tweet. Trust me on that. I would never tweet something bad ever. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, I, I'm drinking water, and you know water makes people burp. So. Apologies for um, the belching if you do not um, appreciate the belching. But anyway, I was on Twitter and I saw a tweet that said, I hate it when people think that 30 minutes is a far away drive. That's the, the consensus. That was like the essence of the tweet is that 30 minutes is not a far drive, which I agree with. In the grand scheme of things, 30 minutes is not a long distance to drive. I get that. 30 minutes is not that much, but if I'm driving, and this is my opinion, if I'm driving 30 or more minutes to a location, that means that it's going to take at least 30 minutes to get back to my home, right? That's an hour in total. So if I'm driving somewhere that's 30 plus minutes away, I expect to spend meaningful time at a location. I was talking to someone not too long ago um, about like they, they were going to like a place in Davis and they lived like an hour away from Davis. Davis is like close to Sacramento, if you don't know. Um, And they were going to Davis for like, you know, hanging out and then they're coming back home. And I mentioned I was like, Davis is 45 minutes away from where I live. I'm not going to chill for an hour and then come back. I want to spend meaningful time at my location why would you spend 30 minutes an hour round trip you're spending an hour in your car to spend an hour chilling somewhere no no i do i if i'm going to drive if i'm going to drive somewhere if i'm going to meet you if i'm going to go to an event if i'm going to do anything and i'm driving 30 minutes or more i expect to spend meaningful time in that location I expect to spend um, a good portion of my day in that location. I remember a few months back, and I felt so disrespected after this. Um, I had to go to brunch. like It was like a team building brunch thing for um, a job I had. And I had to go to brunch. And this brunch was in Citru- Citrus Heights, California. Citrus Heights, which is like Northern California... And it's like an hour drive from where I'm at. So an hour drive, meaning two hours in the car total. So I got invited to this brunch in Citrus Heights at this Mexican restaurant. Mexican restaurant was mediocre, by the way, it was some mid. But I get invited and I'm like, okay, I'm going to brunch. And I realized that the brunch is in Citrus Heights. And all of a sudden I just got pissed because you want me to drive two hours in total to go to brunch for an hour and then come back. Are you kidding me? Like that just doesn't, it doesn't compute with me. Maybe you're different. Maybe some people like to drive like that. I don't like to drive like that. You want me to drive an hour for brunch? No. And the worst part is no one even lives in Citrus Heights. Like no one who I went to brunch with was like living in Citrus Heights. It was a decent drive for everyone who was involved here. I had to come from the farthest distance away, but you want me to drive an hour for brunch? Brunch is not important enough for me to drive an hour for. Are you kidding me? Brunch is like, it's not that serious. Like if, if you want to meet for me meet for brunch, I like brunch. I like food. I like eating. I will go with you to brunch. That's fine. But if you want me to go to brunch at a specific spot that's in Hour away, we gotta do something else. After we can't just go meet up for brunch and then go back home, no, that's not how it's gonna work. Um, luckily, I um, I was able to go to the mall or I went to the mall at Citrus Heights, the Citrus Heights Mall. I forget what the name of the mall is off the top of my head, but I went to the mall, it was close by. I was able to just you know walk to the mall, I bought a hat at the mall. So the day was not was salvaged a little bit. Um, you know, Kanye's album just came out. Yay had just came out. So I was listening to Yay. I was, you know, in the mall. I bought a hat. It, was, it cost me like $2 for that hat. So the day was salvaged. But on my way there, I was, I was pissed. Like, I'm going to go to brunch for an hour and then drive for an hour back? Absolutely not. I didn't have much of a say in the matter. So I kind of had to go to this brunch. But no, if you're gonna come to a brunch or if we live in two different places, if you wanna do something as silly as brunch, you gotta meet me halfway. We gotta meet in the middle somewhere, I'll suggest a spot, you suggest a spot. I'm not coming all the way over to where you live for to chill for an hour and then leave. That's not how it works. I'm sorry. It just isn't how it works. I'm I'm just gonna start like refusing, like if you want me to drive 45 minutes, an hour away, and you want me to only stay somewhere for 30 minutes to an hour, uh, no, I'm not doing that. I don't I don't need that negativity in my life. I want to spend a good portion of my day somewhere. It's I mean it's just unnecessary. It's unnecessary, it's unnecessary to drive to make what's essentially an appearance and then come back. No. No, do not do that to me. Do not, do not do that to me. Um, But speaking of driving, um, this is actually a story where I didn't drive, but I caught an Uber. Um, I was in San Francisco. I caught an Uber and I had to go somewhere, as I usually do when I catch Ubers. Um, But my driver, his name was Mohammed. I'm pretty sure. But he spelled Mohammed with a K. So it was M O K H. A M M A D, and I have you know some knowledge of Arabic, and I know that the K H is more of a <laughs> like you got to use your like throat and like garble a little bit like <laughs> <laughs> like D J Khalid. His name is Khalid. Khalid. My pronunciation isn't the best. I've been a little bit out of practice with my Arabic, but so I was thinking that this dude's his name was Mohammed. His name was Mohammed. And he was, you know, he inserted the K to get people to to pronounce it correctly. His name was Mohammed, not Muhammad. But I was like, oh, you put this K here, thinking that people would get it, and I guarantee that people do not get it here in America. People are calling him mohammed or Ma-Khamid, not Muhammad, not Mohammed, like it should be pronounced. And even though Mohammed in Arabic doesn't have like um, the KH letter, the letter that corresponds to the KH, it has like. A letter that's like pretty similar to H it's still not the same H um I just thought it was kind of kind of funny that he probably um put that in there and people aren't going to recognize it unless they like have some knowledge of it um it did say that he was from Afghanistan like his little profile said he was from Afghanistan um so maybe the pronunciation is different over there and the, the way Muhammad is spelled in Afghanistan does have the K-H letter. Um, but in regular um, standard Arabic, it doesn't. Uh, but anyway, I just thought that was funny that people probably pronounce his name wrong-er. But he tried so hard to make it that people pronounce it right. Or it might be a typo. And his name is Muhammad without a K. But I'm pretty sure he put in like, he went the extra mile. He, you know put the extra mile to put that extra letter in his name so that people pronounce that shit right and people probably aren't pronouncing that shit right that's crazy um but yeah I thought that was just funny um but we're going to go we're going to go back to Twitter for a second because there's a story on Twitter and it looks to be like a few weeks old at this point I'm a little bit late to the party but there was a Twitter user um his name was Il Capitano 94. I-L-L Capitano, like Spanish or Captain, and then 94. Like a play on El Capitano, but Il Capitano. And I used to follow this guy. I used to follow him, and then his Twitter got like deleted for some reason, and he made a new Twitter, and I didn't care enough to follow him again on the new Twitter. But I used to follow this guy, and I thought he was kind of funny. Um, not everything he did was funny. He made a lot of typos. And I just didn't care. Enough. I didn't think he was fu- funny enough to re-follow after his Twitter got terminated and he made another one. Right? So I was like, I wonder what happened to Il Capitano. And I searched up Il Capitano. And it turns out Il Capitano was getting in trouble, or he was in trouble, for talking to underage girls on Twitter. What? That's crazy. And he's been like canceled. His Twitter, his new Twitter has been like deactivated or something. And I was just, I just thought that was crazy. Because if you didn't know Il Capitano, Il Capitano was very woke. He um, he was canceling a lot of people. He was one of like the leaders of like canceling people or calling out people for the problematic behavior. And some people deserve to be canceled. Some people deserve to know when their behavior is problematic, when their behavior is harmful to other groups of people, right? But I just think it's so funny that someone who was like kind of leading this cancel movement, leading this woke movement on Twitter, someone who would call out problematic behavior, someone who seemed to be less problematic than average, turns out to be extremely fucking problematic. Like turns out to actually be preying on underage girls on Twitter, of all places, on DMs, which can be made public very easily. Like, DMs are supposed to be private, but DMs are a screenshot away from being open to the fucking public. And I just thought that was funny, that, like, this guy, this, like, very left-leaning, very, um, woke person, um, a funny person, to some extent, I didn't think all of his shit was funny, um... That person was like really a scumbag. Um, I mean, I guess it's alleged, there's no proof I think solid that he was preying on underage girls. Um, but I'm pretty I'm pretty sure it's real. I don't think people people generally don't tend to lie about these things on Twitter, um especially when DMs can be made public so easily. Um, I don't think that people are lying about this situation, but I guess I don't have solid proof, so I have to say allegedly. But it turns out that that guy was a creep and I I just I didn't care enough to follow. And I was like, oh, this happened. This guy got canceled and he was canceling everybody left and right. And I'm not like a right leaning person. I'm not someone who hates SJWs. I'm not like that. I'm just saying it's just funny that someone who did that. And it's not funny for like the actual people who were like harassed and preyed on. Um, Those it's not funny for those people. It's funny in a sense that it's like you wouldn't expect it to happen this way. Um, That that person is a bad person in this way. Um, Yeah, it was just funny to me. I thought I mentioned that. Um, I remember I've talked about another guy who was on YouTube who had like a girlfriend who was like potentially underage or in high school. And now I'm talking about this, Um, talking to people in high school. Don't do it. I will reiterate, do not have girlfriends in high school if you are in your 20s. Don't do it. You don't want to go to prom in your 20s or homecoming in your 20s. Don't do it. You look weird. I don't care if she's 18 or he's 18. I don't care if they're mature for their age. I don't care if they know how to drive a car. I don't care if they're going to an Ivy League school after they graduate. Don't date high schoolers if you're in your 20s, especially not if you're older than in your 20s. If you're in your 30s, I, you, you should probably like reevaluate your life seriously. But you people who are in your 20s who think like 18 is not that big of a deal, if they're in high school, it's a, a big deal. Um, And I mentioned that in more detail on another podcast that was a few weeks ago. So you should listen to that if you haven't and listen to it if you forgot what I said. Because I'm always correct. I always give good advice. And you should listen to me. Um, But yeah. That was just funny. I wanted to mention that. And I also wanted to talk about Pokemon. Because we have new Pokemon games. I mentioned this last week. Because the Pokemon games were announced last week. But we have more news. More theories. More um, speculations. But I was just thinking... Pokemon is a Japanese game, if you didn't know. And the first four games were based in Japan. Then they made a game based on New York, the United States. They made a game based on France. They made a game based on Hawaii, back in the United States, technically. And now we're getting a game based on England. And I was just thinking, you know, we have all these regions. We need we need more diversity. I would like to see a region in Australia, Sub-Saharan Africa, I like to see you know a Central American, a South American Pokemon game, you know really expand their fan bases. Um, they probably will try Australia, but I w- or I would say out of my suggestions, Australia would probably be the less or the most likely to be um, a new game. But and that's this is you know years in the future because we're getting England right now and we'll probably be in England for a while, but. Yeah, spread it out. Get some... Like, there's so much material from Australia, for sure. But Africa, South America... There's so much that you can pull from, from these regions. And you can make some beautiful regions on the Nintendo Switch. Um, I just wanted to put that out there in the universe. Speak it into existence, maybe. Because I am a big Pokemon fan. And I would like to play a Pokemon game based on somewhere in Africa. Also based somewhere in South or Central America. Also based... In Australia, and if Game Freak or Nintendo or anyone who's affiliated listens to this and has listened 31 minutes into this podcast and they take me seriously, please take me seriously. Um, okay, yeah, that's about it for that. Um, so now we're going to do a fake ad, which is what I do here. It's um one of my favorite segments on this podcast. The podcast where I make fake ads because I don't have real sponsors or fans or friends or family. I do have friends and family. Just kidding. Um, but yeah, I like to do fake ads. Um, and this one is going to be for Stitch Fix, um, which I hear on podcasts a lot. I'm going to take a sip of water because I've been talking for 30 minutes. Goddamn. <sighs> All right, the water is in me. Um, so, we yeah, we're going to do a fake ad for Stitch Fix. Um, I'm going to think a little bit. I'm going to think. Five, four, three, two, one. Do you have style? Probably not. You probably don't know what you're doing. You're probably swaggerless. You probably don't spend money on clothes. Your clothes probably don't fit properly. You're probably ugly, too. But Stitch Fix can't help with that. But they can't help with your clothes. If you download Stitch Fix, you will see a variety of clothes, a plethora of clothes that can be delivered directly to you. You basically have your own personal stylist, even though you're poor as shit. Anyway. Anyway. You have your own personal stylist, clothes delivered to you, clothes that actually fit you, you fucking slob. And then you can just go about your day. Stitch Fix is great for all stylish people. I am a very stylish person. I know you cannot see me. I know you don't know me in real life. You're gonna have to trust me. I am very stylish. And it's not because of Stitch Fix, but I know style and I know Stitch Fix works. But anyway, if you download Stitch Fix and use the promo code UGLY, that's U-G-L-Y. Right now, you will get 15% off your first purchase. That's stitchfix.com slash ugly. U-G-L-Y. Once again, that's stitchfix.com slash ugly. All right, that was okay. I think I had some, some good zingers in there. Um, But yeah, that was an okay fake ad, I guess. It'll it'll pass. It's good enough for government work, as my mom likes to say. Um, But now we're nearing the end of the show, um, and we're doing the podcast review. This is what is a podcast. So we are going to review fucking podcasts, even though we don't know what podcasts are. That's why we're asking the question. Um, But this podcast is called Potterless, like Harry Potter, P-O-T-T-E-R-L-E-S-S. Um And I came across this podcast, I don't even know how, I'm not even a big Harry Potter fan like that, but I have read some of the books and seen all the movies. But I was like, okay, let's see what Potterless is about. And Potterless starts out with the guy shouting out, like, high-level Patreon supporters. Immediately, I'm not a fan of that. I don't know if it's me, but, like, if I donated to someone's Patreon, I wouldn't want you to shout my name out. I would want to be anonymous. And I'm sure there's an option for that on Patreon. I haven't looked too far into it, but I don't want to be shouted out like that. I would rather just, you know, donate in peace, give you my five bucks a month in peace. You don't need to shout me out. But he shouts out his Patreon supporters for like two minutes. And it's a little excessive. But I guess if that's what the people want, then that's what the people want. But he starts off like that. And then he goes through a chapter or two of Harry Potter. Um, the wildly popular book, excuse me, sorry, it's this goddamn fucking water, but he goes through a chapter of Harry Potter or two with a guest who, you know, reads along, they read the chapter, they dissect it, they, you know, say what's good, what's wrong, what's interesting. And honestly, as someone who hasn't read Harry Potter in a long time, and as someone who like, likes Harry Potter, but is not a super fan. It was kind of interesting to like see Harry Potter from like a critical perspective, um, the historical context, um, what has happened since this book was released, um, it's interesting. Um, the guy who hosts it never read Harry Potter before, so he doesn't entirely know what's happening. So he's like a genuine like book critic. He'll call J K. Rowling out for a bullshit, or call Harry Potter for his bullshit, and it's a nice. Literary review. Even if you don't read Harry Potter, you haven't read Harry Potter, you'll probably get some enjoyment out of this. I haven't read Harry Potter in a long time, and I got some enjoyment out of it. Um, also, there's a guest, which is fun. Um, my concern is that it's going to end soon. Granted, Harry Potter is like a thick ass book, it's a thick slice of bacon, those books are. They're pretty big. But It's not going to last forever because there's only a finite amount of Harry Potter books. And the podcast currently is on the last book, The Deathly Hallows, which means it's going to end soon. Not extremely soon, but it's going to end soon. And then what are they going to do? Are they going to talk about Pottermore? Are they going to talk about the movies? Are they going to talk about the Fantastic Beast movie? I don't know. All I know is that, you know, it's a little bit funny. It's a little bit interesting. It's a little bit, you know... Genuine literary critique about the the Harry Potter books. They use Harry Potter inspired music. They have a Harry Potter inspired ad read title. It's called like I forget what it's called, but like he transitions into the ad read and he uses like a Harry Potter reference to do that, which is kind of fun. But other than that, I mean, there's not much more you can get other than that. Is Harry Potter a few chapters at a time? It's probably best to read along with the podcast or read in preparation for the podcast. I don't know who has time to do that. If you're listening to podcasts, you don't have time to fucking read. Um, but maybe you do and you read along and then you listen as you read along. That's probably like the best way to get the best experience. But if you don't have time to do that, you'll still get a good experience. I would say that this podcast is a 7 out of 10 if you haven't read and probably like an eight point five nine out of 10 if you are reading along um but yeah pretty good if you like harry potter if you're a harry potter super fan a casual harry potter fan or you've never read harry potter and you want to be just as surprised as the host is this is a book for you or the podcast for you um yeah so give it a download if that's something you're interested in i give it like yeah as someone who's like a casual fan who hasn't been reading along, I give it like a 7 out of 10. It's pretty good. Um, Yeah, that's Potterless. That's Potter, like Harry Potter, less. Which is probably a play on Pottermore, which is like the online Harry Potter bullshit. I don't know. Um, I don't know if that was the inspiration for that title, but it makes sense. Um, but yeah, Potterless, give it a go. Um, and I think I'm going to wrap it up there. We are almost at 40 minutes of length which is pretty good for little old me. Um, But yeah, thank you for listening. Thank you for watching if you're on YouTube. um, I would appreciate it if you rate five stars on iTunes or rate it well on whatever platform you're listening on. Um, Sorry, Spotify. We're not on Spotify yet, but maybe we will be eventually and you can listen on Spotify, but we're not right now. But yeah, if you have on Apple Podcasts, on CastBox, on Google, on YouTube... Um, I'd appreciate it if you rate and review and do all those fun things. Um, if you want me to review a podcast, potentially your podcast, then tell me. Um, you can comment it wherever. Um, I'm on Twitter at Taco Tansel, T A C O T A N S E L. I'm on Instagram at Buttery Tansel, as B U T T E R Y T A N S E L. I'm also um on YouTube, YouTube.com/slash Alta Pope. That's A-L-T-A-P-O-P-E. Thanks. Bye.